Hi, and welcome to the new IAVM podcast series, Venue Coffee Break. You are listening to Episode 4. Today is Friday, December 2nd. We are your hosts. I'm Alexis Bergeron, Director of Event Services at the New Orleans Ernest & Morial Convention Center, and with me is Shelley Ellis, General Manager of the Visalia Convention Center in California. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to throw it to Shelley to announce our guest. Hey, thanks, Alexis, and thank you, everyone. We are very excited to have Brad Main. He is the president and CEO of IAVM, the International Association of Venue Managers, as our guest today. Hi, Brad. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Exciting to uh, be on a podcast. Thank you. We're going to explore the venue management industry a little bit, some goals for IAVM and get to know Brad. Um, just a little bit of background information. Um, prior, Brad was the president and CEO of just, a, just some small venues, um, MetLife <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> MetLife Stadium as well as the American Airlines Center. He has been an IVM member for almost 30 years, I believe, and his experience in the venue management hospitality industry, I believe, um, spans over 40 years. And as you can see, he's a University of Utah graduate. <laughs> you know, I can say, and I know Alexis can say as well, he's genuine, funny, and definitely always makes time for others. And I'm told he loves to fish and is, loves to spend time with his family. So I think we'll <laughs> jump right into question one. What do you think, Alexis? Yeah, no, that, that sounds good. And, and actually, you know, we've got some scripted questions, but before we even get there, I mean, obviously, Brad, your resume speaks for yourself, and you, you've had a storied career. You're, you're very well respected within the industry. I think I can say that, you know, when you were announced as, as our, our new president and CEO, there was general excitement, even, you know, before any of us got to Venue Connect. But all that being said, I still have to ask what it feels like after a career like yours to be announced at Venue Connect this past year to the first time, for the first time to the association body, and to receive the thunderous applause and standing ovation that you did, because I thought that was pretty remarkable. I want to know what that felt like. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, it, uh, I, I didn't think I'd get that kind of a reception. In fact, I was thinking that some of my friends would be booing and throwing things at me. <laughs> Um, but uh, it, it was, uh, you know, it was heartwarming that um, uh, people were uh, pleased that I was there and actually put a little bit of weight on the shoulders of, oh my gosh, now I have to, uh, uh, you know, make things happen. <laughs> sure, sure, don't deliver, yeah. Uh, I mean, so what's, you know, now, now five months later, right, that was back at July 19th, I think you were officially appointed. Um, knowing what you know now, is, is there a question that you would have liked to have asked on July 19th? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, probably uh, how much travel is going to be involved. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was thinking uh, internally of what IBM does, and uh, uh, having not been an association executive in the past, uh, really didn't realize a lot of the other associations that we have uh, relationships and alliances with. So um, it was quite interesting to uh, find out that you know I've been on the road. Uh, I've been on more airplanes in the five months I've been here than I was in the four years I was at MetLife Stadium. Wow, that's wow. surprising. And yeah, th so that's probably the most surprising thing that you've you've experienced then so far. Would you say? 
Well, there, there's there's others, but uh, yeah, that you know, um, coming coming from the venue management side of our industry, uh, I don't think our members. I know I didn't have any realization of all the work that uh, associations do, and um, you know it, that that's been eye-opening as well. Um, been drinking from a fire hose, learning a lot. Um, especially acronyms. Greg uh, Wolf on our staff can tell you that uh, the first few weeks people are throwing out these acronyms and I'm going, stop, stop. Uh, what's this acronym stand for? And uh, I still have to do that. <laughs> I just say, dumb it down for me, please. Just dumb it down. Yeah. That's what I did to my technician. <laughs> yeah, but what's scary is uh, I was on the phone with Mitch Sowers, or I'm sorry, not with Mitch Sowers, with uh, Mike McGee uh, a couple days ago and uh, started throwing out some of the acronyms and uh, he says well you've certainly learned quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> well well that's exciting now I'm, I guess you know we, we kind of have to ask what's the good with the bad I mean in your role so far have you have you run in any any hurdles or have you been disappointed by anything that you've seen so far that have kind of helped you you know t take the temperature of either the industry or the association or, or just even more generally than that um, there's a lot of good things. Uh, there's a lot of challenges, and um, I, I think it's important to, um, you know, recognize that uh, the association has uh, ha wears many hats, and uh, trying to take care of all the needs of everybody um, can can be a real challenge, especially when you have a limited uh, resources with with the staff and the monies um, that uh, are really important to us. Um, the other challenge is uh, I made a commitment to uh, the board that I would be uh, available to anybody and everybody. And um, you know, in the travels that I've been doing and the places that I've been going, um, meeting people that I didn't know we uh, did work with that are asking questions of what did you do about this, or we we used to have a relationship with IBM, or Hey, in our relation with relationship with IBM, you're supposed to be doing this, and we haven't heard any report on it yet. Uh, and me uh, thinking in the back of my mind, I have no clue what they're talking about. Um, but um, uh, there's a lot of great things that I've been seeing as well. Um, the the alliances that we have with other associations, the support that I've been getting from our membership. You know, our committees uh, are so important to us in getting a lot of the work done that IABM is responsible for. Um, I've been trying to get on as many phone calls as I can. And just to give you an idea, um, all of my directors who are responsible for each of the committees invite me to every one of those uh, uh, conference calls. And uh, it's, I'm, I'm not uh, lying to you here. It's not unusual to have three conference calls going on at the same time and I have to pick and choose which one I can get on and or dealing with another issue for uh, the association itself so I can't jump on any one of the three of them. So um, that's been a real challenge as well is, is really getting out to uh, as many of our leaders and, and uh, volunteers and members as I can. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's been a great experience. The, the five months have gone by quickly. In fact, I have a weekly meeting uh, on the phone with Mark Metis, our chairman, and today he asked me the question, uh, okay, you know, you've been at this for several months now. Um, well, what are you thinking? Are you enjoying it? And I told him, well, I know I'm enjoying things when it uh, 
when I lift my head up and walk out into the office to talk to somebody about something that I need and uh, nobody's here and then I look at my, my uh, watch and it's 7 p.m. at night and I'm thinking it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So um, <laughs> it's been a great experience. That's passion. That's passion. <laughs> I, I just want to mention real quick for anyone that's listening live, please, if you have any questions, Greg, they can type those in. Is that right? Yeah, they can type those in, uh, and, uh, and or if anyone wants to talk too, we you know we're a call-in show, uh, so everyone like just raise your hand digitally, and I'll see that, and I can unmute you if you like. So no, no, not yet. They're just listening right now. Perfect. Okay, Thank cool. you. No, good, good point, Shelley. Very good point. So, so let's let's get a little more broad in terms of um, you know outside of the association and just all of your your years in the industry. You've, you've seen so much. You, you know, you've worked in multiple venues. What are some of the most radical changes that you've seen? What do you, where, where are the areas that we have come so far or maybe stagnate? What, 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 are, what has kind of amazed you over the course of your career? Uh, a lot. Technology. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget that uh, when I was the assistant general manager at the Salt Palace, that uh, I had a 10 key that was actually you had to punch individual buttons similar to a typewriter and you had to grab a handle and pull it down um, and then put in your next uh, number and grab You're the handle. You're aging yourself, Brad. You're aging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, the threat of uh, terrorist, uh, terroristic acts, um, the lone wolf specifically, um, you know that that's something that uh, terrifies me. Um, you know we're we're working in uh, conjunction with the Department of Homeland Security on uh, several different projects, and um, uh, his threat assessment, uh, the education individuals are sitting at their computers and becoming radicalized here in the United States, um, and how many of those. Uh, experiences that we've seen with the lone wolf, unfortunately, uh, with the stabbings that took place at Ohio State. I remember when we were at uh, the Arena Managers Conference, there were uh, lone wolves uh, both in uh, uh, Minneapolis and in the New Jersey, New York area. Um, you know, they're on the rise, and um, that's something that uh, all of us should be absolutely aware of and preparing for. And it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when it's going to happen in one of our members' venues. Um, I think uh, teams managing the venues is something that uh, when I first got into the industry, it was mostly municipalities that managed the facilities. And you could say the same thing for um, the uh, concert industry with the sheds, the outdoor amphitheaters, and, and uh, promoters running those venues. Um, ticket pricing. Uh, I'll never forget that everyone was afraid that uh, ticket prices for a major concert were going to go above that $10 level. Uh, you know, they got up to the 950 and it stayed there for a while and, and then finally someone had the guts to give it a try and it worked and the next thing you know it was only about a year later it was over 20 bucks and then after that it's just gone astronomical. And uh, I could go on and on. You know, the convention business, I haven't been in the convention center since 1987, uh, true convention center. Um, but uh, meeting with all of our folks uh, in the convention center side of things, uh, there's quite a bit that's changed there. And um, 
uh, fascinating, uh, interesting uh, morsels as I continue to learn about some of those uh, sectors that I haven't worked in. Um, I'm one of those fortunate, fortunate ones that have been in the performing arts, the convention centers, the arenas, and the stadiums. Um, but with the arenas and stadiums uh, most recently, and to see how things are changing uh, in those areas when I haven't been there for a long time, have uh, really uh, fascinated me on uh, some of the directions those have gone. That's, that's great. I mean, that's really good stuff. I mean, it's, it's awesome to hear that because I, I, I too feel like at this point in the industry, we're sort of just sitting on the precipice of a lot more radical change, if you will. I mean, obviously, the attention to, to you know, the efforts with EMSSI and some of those those other standards and, and technologies that we're going to have to incorporate to keep ourselves and our guests safe is, is paramount. But, you know, even past that, what you're seeing at some of these technology conventions, and, you know, just my boss and I were having that conversation last night, it's let's even think beyond the meeting room of the future. What's the boxed lunch of the future? <laughs> you know, what? where can we take every corner of our business sort of into that next um, state of innovation, you know? So um, that's uh, that's interesting when you think about, you know, where you started with your, with your punch phone there at the technology. Yeah. <laughs> at the Salt Palace. Well, cool. well you mentioned, uh, go, I'm sorry, you mentioned no, technology. And I see that you're active on LinkedIn, so I would definitely suggest everyone to follow you on LinkedIn. Are, do you feel that you're up to speed on other applications, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Are you on Snapchat? <laughs> I am not on Snapchat. I'm not uh, gone to the, onto that platform yet. But uh, you're asking me if I'm proficient. Let's say that uh, I I do okay. But we have uh, millennials and uh, technology people that work here. <laughs> they're often often helping me. In fact, uh, the other day I. Uh, I wanted to get uh, something tweeted out, and I uh, walked past Jamie's desk, and I said, "Jamie, here's my iPhone. This is the message I need, and this is the link I need. Uh, I'm going to the back to get a drink of water. Uh, could you handle this for me?" So uh, every once in a while, if there's something that's uh, you know uh, uh, innovative uh, that I'm posting, it probably had one of the members of my team here at uh, at, at the office uh, taking care of it for me. That's great. <laughs> if you've you listened to any of our podcasts, Shelly and I are both currently Facebook free, and um, I'm not. I I I I want to tell you, you need to give yourself more credit because I see you regularly posting on Twitter. In fact, I've seen you physically do it, so I know you're capable. I just call myself a twit. That's as far as I get in Twitter. It's just, I'm just, just stop at twit. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. Shelly? <laughs> I'm not going to call you a twit. <laughs> Not on the air anyway. Not yeah. on the air. No, no. You mentioned there's um, real quick a lot of changes over the um, 40 years. So someone coming into the industry, maybe a student or young professional, or I'd say even myself. You know, I've just been in the industry just over 10 years. What advice would you give? You know, just a doesn't have to be just a brief sentence. You know, what's something that you could provide us? Um. You know, I haven't been a CEO for, uh, uh, what, 25 years now. Um, I look at, I look at a, as an employee as an investment, and I want a return on that investment. Um, so uh, first of all, networking. Uh, this really is a business about who you know. Uh, and it's a, it's a big business, but it's really a small world in that if, 
if I don't know somebody, I know someone that does. And uh, we all, when we're, you know, when we're hiring, um, when we're looking for leaders, you know, a couple of phone calls, uh, we know exactly who they are. Um, and uh, that networking is uh, really, really important. Uh, the other thing that I would say is um, your work ethic is really important. And look for the things that other people don't want to do and do them. Be, you know, be that resource that's uh, doing the hard things. Um, and don't be afraid to do anything. Uh, you know, I'll never forget uh, early in my career I was taught that as an event coordinator, if you're walking through the hall and there's trash on the floor or, or water or something needs to be cleaned up, a door that's not working, um, if you, you know, fix it. Don't, don't try and uh, get somebody else to do that. Um, and the other thing, too, is um, with with your opportunities that you get, you're gonna. Uh, well, let me tell you a quick story. I worked for Ogden Entertainment. Uh, I was uh, uh, asked to uh, go and be the project manager for a facility, a new arena that they were building in Anaheim, California. And uh, the city manager, uh, I was being introduced to the city manager uh, by Doug Logan, who was uh, my boss at the time, and. Uh, the city manager, uh, Jim, said, uh, so Brad, are you a Rotarian? And I was thinking to myself, I want nothing to do with uh, volunteering for uh, you know, community organizations. And before I could say anything, Doug Logan said, he is now. Um, and uh, I went into that uh, experience you know, uh, really not excited about doing it. And I will tell you, it was the best thing that ever happened to me in my career. I met uh, people in the community that moved mountains for me uh, for the work that I was doing in the design and, and construction and opening of what's now called the Honda Center and um, learned a big lesson there. So anytime you have a chance to, to make a donation, uh, serve uh, helping uh, your community, um, it, you'll get paid back uh, sevenfold. It, it, it's just something that's really important to get involved in. That's great advice. That's that's certainly great advice. So, uh, back to back to a little more IAVM specific uh, subject matter. So, you know, I mentioned earlier, sort of that first experience at Venue Connect. You just started on July 19, 2016. You had that terrific um, reception uh, there from the group. On July 19, 2017, after your first 365 days, how will you define a successful year? What will you look back on and and say, yeah, we achieved that goal? Um, how, what is that going to look like to you, you think? Um, well, the first thing is that uh, we'll have strengthened our relevancy both to our membership and to the industry. Um, that's, that's my number one goal. And of course, there's got to be a lot of things that are going to take place to do that. Um, we're relevant, but I can tell you that there's still a lot of people out there that don't, um, don't know what we do or actually don't know who we are. And uh, when I was interviewing for the COO, uh, CFO position, um, had three candidates come in and do face-to-face. -face, and uh, we were fortunate enough to get uh, Ron Melton. And um, first question I asked was, uh, you know, give me your impressions of IABM. And he said two words, hidden gem. Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, that really resonated with me because 
as a member of nearly 30 years come March, uh, it'll be 30 years for me, of IAVM, um, I thought I knew everything that the association did. And when I got here, uh, I'm seeing all these other um, projects and programs and other alliances, et cetera, had no idea how much we do. Um, and, uh, you know, having some experiences going to other uh, conferences, uh, sitting on the uh, Convention Industry Council, uh, we have a seat there, and I, I take that for IBM. Um, going in and looking around and only recognizing, because again, I haven't been in the convention business for a long time, only recognizing three or four people, and then having people come up to me and say, what does IABM do? And that shocked me. Um, you know, with, with everything we do, with our prominence within the industry, um, I think we do a great job inward with our members, uh, but we really haven't done a good job uh, to the industry as a whole. So that's first and foremost. And then the other things, I want to make sure that we're um, transparent, uh, that we have integrity as an association, and that uh, we're a, as available as we can be to everybody. Um, we need to be inclusive, uh, and that's one thing that uh, you know, I'm so happy that we, we had uh, so many people that volunteered to, uh, uh, vol to be on our uh, committees this past year and that we filled all the spots and still had some people on a waiting list that want to get on. Um, so that, that's good, you know, that's good to hear. So if we've got that many people that want to volunteer, um, they're the best resource that the association has. Um, we need to figure out, uh, you know, some new uh, initiatives that we can get those individuals involved in and give them opportunities to serve as well. That's great. That's great. And I think all those comments really obviously resonate for, for Shelley and, and myself as well. You know, being part of the membership committee, you know, we certainly um, want to be doing what we can as, as active participants in, in helping you achieve that goal. So, you know, thanks for, thanks for those words. Now, I, I know Shelley wants to get personal, right, Shelley? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, yeah, not too personal. <laughs> I, I first met Brad in 2012 at um, Venue Management School, and so you're listening, and you haven't yet. Do look into go going to venue venue management school. It's beyond the best thing that I have done in my career and accomplished, and that's part of the networking and um, got the chance to get to know Brad. He was one of the instructors. And, you know, IABM members like Brad, whom offer their guidance and mentorship to others such as us, and that allow us to strive to be better and successful. And I, I would believe, and I know that Alexis would feel the same way. So without Brad and, and other members in this industry, we wouldn't, I, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say, but, you know, he's. Nope. Kathy Lee, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Keep going. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting cheesy for a second, but no. And so we're thankful for Brad and other men mentors in this industry. And so, but Absolutely. you know, getting to know Brad inside his world. You know, what what book are you reading right now? Who inspires you? What inspires you? Um, let's see. Book. Um, what a great idea. Uh, it, it's a book uh, by Chip Thompson, and uh, it's all about creativity in the business place. Um, 
some really interesting insights, um, and I can't wait to get through it. There's a lot of good things in there. Um, and uh, what was the second part of the question? Who or what inspires you to you have accomplished so much, and so you know? Uh, I would say um, people who are confident yet humble. Um, and the reason I say that is uh, we all know people who walk into a room and and they're confident and you know they make decisions quickly and and uh, but we also know uh, people who are who are like that that uh, could can be prima donnas and they're in charge and you know it's my way or no way um, so uh, individuals that uh, you know really have their act together and um, are still willing to hear other people's uh, thoughts really care about who the individuals are that they're talking to and not just see them as uh, you know, a tool that they can use and, uh, and, and uh, get better gain, um, I think is what really inspires me. Um, and that's why uh, when, you know, when, when the decision was made to come back to Dallas, um, uh, you know, I had other opportunities that I was looking at. and. Uh, and when uh, some members somehow found out that um, you know that uh, Searchwide was looking for me, that I would uh, would I put my name in the hat for the CEO position? And uh, those phone calls from individuals that inspire me um, is the reason I said yes. Uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, do the interview. And then fortunately, um, I was the one that was chosen. So. Um, you know, it really is all about relationships uh, for me in my life, and and uh, I've had so many great relationships in this industry with individuals, and and what's fun is I get to talk to them every single day now um, because they're members of IVM. Yeah, absolutely. When you find well, that, even though like Alexis and I, we'll see each other in Nashville, but other than that, you know, we've become great friends and such a relationship, and so you really some of your best friends come from this industry, but you may not see them every day, or maybe once a year, maybe every couple of years, but you can really trust them, and if you need advice, need to talk about something, hey, what are you doing in this situation? People are willing to share in this industry, and I think that's amazing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it certainly is. Okay, so yeah. we've only got a few more. What, what, were you going to jump in there, Greg? I was going to say we have a question from one of the listeners. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead says, uh, funding is always an issue. If you had a one-time gift of $50,000 to drop into the IBM operating budget, how would you use it? Great question. <laughs> that is a great question. Uh, um, we could use it all over the place. Uh, wow. Um, I would put it into, uh, frankly, I would put it into uh, generating a larger um, uh, vault of knowledge. Um, we have we have so many people that work for us at IBM that uh, are volunteers, uh, members who have so much knowledge and information. Uh, it would be great to to gather that and make it available to everybody, and we do a pretty good job at that. But um, 
you know, having worked in different facilities, uh, when I went to MetLife Stadium, you know, I had an incredible staff at American Airlines Center. Um, so I was eager to find out, uh, you know, just how good the staff would be at MetLife Stadium. And, uh, you know, they really haven't been uh, uh, all that active uh, in uh, IVM uh, m uh, membership and, and coming to the meetings, et cetera. There were members there, but, uh, um, you know, really not seeing as much activity as I'd like to see. And yet uh, they really had their act together. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people like that out there that really don't share um, of their experiences and their um, uh, vast amount of knowledge that I think would be great to uh, try and gather that information and make it available to everybody. And, and it takes money to, to be able to do that. Oh, absolutely. Greg, any more questions in the queue? No, that's it. Okay, well listen, we've, we've only got a couple more minutes here, so um, Brad, we're going to give you the, the final word here, and this is kind of more of a philosophical thing once again here. It, long, we talked about, you know, what, what you want to do in the first 365 days, but, you know, long term, what, what are your hopes, um, you know, what are your, 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 your long term goals for all the members and the staff of IAVM, because they're certainly part of our extended family as well, um, and the industry as a whole, if there's, you know, a, a couple really big lofty goals that you could set um, and attain, uh, you know, before the, before the end of your career, what, what might they be? Um, there, there's so many of them. Uh, being more uh, collaborative, creating alliances, um, you know, when everybody's working together, uh, it raises the tide which floats the boats and, uh, you know, floating the boats is success. Um, finding ways to, to get uh, people who at times have been at odds or always negotiating from one side or the other. Um, you know, I, I remember when I taught the uh, negotiation class in, uh, at uh, BMS um, talking about BATNA, um, a better alternative to a negotiated agreement. Um, and, uh, you know, what I've learned with putting together this MC uh, initiative for the meetings and exhibition industry is that uh, three associations can do so much work where any one of us had attempted to pull off uh, this new security and safety and security initiative, it, it would take a lot of time and a lot of energy and yet um, in a short five-month period uh, we've not only uh, launched the, uh, the notice of what we're doing. We've brought meeting planners and uh, service contractors and venue managers and, you know, the Department of Homeland Security and security companies and, and uh, uh, so many more together to sit together in a council and uh, quickly put together what this program is going to be and what it's going to look like. Um, and in fact, uh, next week at uh, Expo Expo um, in Anaheim with IAEE's uh, annual uh, meeting, um, that council will get back together now and, and uh, three months of work um, is going to culminate to, okay, this is what we have, are we on the right track, and the intention of uh, having something ready to go to, to uh, turn into the Department of Homeland Security in the first quarter of next year raising $250,000 funds, 
Um, we couldn't do that alone as an association, nor could IAEE or ASCA. So um, that's what I would like to see is uh, more of us all working together for, for a greater industry and greater strength, um, giving us passion and hope um, and uh, you know, great success for our members as uh, we reach out to uh, other parts of our industry to, to create those alliances. All right, Shelley, you want to offer some closing remarks? Yeah, sure. I mean, I can't say enough about this organization and I'm a very proud member of IAVM. And um, thank you, Brad, for um, taking the time to speak with us and be on our podcast. And of course, thank you to all of our listeners. And, you know, a couple things that definitely um, were very insightful and I appreciate you mentioning is. You know, volunteer, serve your community, serve others, help others, and pay it forward. And don't be afraid. Do what others will not. You know, it's um, worth the investment. And of course, network with um, your community. And so I, I appreciate that, Brad. And thank you. And of course, shout out to Greg, who's always there to help us. And Alexis, partner in crime. Absolutely, absolutely. And just also, you know, Brad mentioned it earlier. I just want to say, obviously, our thoughts are, are with our, our friends and colleagues at Ohio State this week, our friends in Gatlinburg. Um, our, our colleagues in San Bernardino are facing a tough anniversary today, and, and still some of our, our venue friends here in the south after the tornadoes ripped through. So lots, lots certainly going on in the country. Take this opportunity to reach out to your, your colleagues in those areas or, or affected areas and offer support, offer, offer whatever you can, even just words of encouragement, because that, that's the kind of community we are, and we want to continue to support each other. So. I think with that, we'll sign off. If you have any questions for us or suggestions for future topics, uh, certainly find Shelly or myself on LinkedIn. And once again, thank you all so much for your time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.